Good morning, everyone. My name is Joe Batance. Can't believe I'm saying this for the last time this season, but this is the rumor mill. Again, as usual, I'm joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Evan Ayers. Hello, Evan. Hello. How are you? Now, Hello. What are, what are your feelings on uh, the fact that this is the last rumor mill of the season? Are you going to miss this? Are you going to miss having your Mondays back? Uh, I will not. I will enjoy having my Mondays. I, I don't feel like my Mondays are taken away by this. I really enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also ready for just a drag race break in general, I think. Now, as what we, you- as we what do you think you will do during your break? What, what's going to happen with you during your break? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll start working out. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. do my taxes. Maybe I'm kidding. I've done all those things already. Um, I don't know. I do want to start like I, Mondays are kind of like a, a tough like reset day for me. So I'll probably have to pick something up like workout class wise or I'm trying to get my life together in that sense. But it's, now, it's, who knows? It, this, this has always been a good excuse to be like, Sorry, I can't do dinner, or sorry, I can't go. Like I've always like this is kind of I've always come right home from work on Mondays. I kind of just like sit around and putz around my house, and then I get ready for this. So, who knows what my evenings will turn into? What are you gonna do Mondays now? I'm gonna bug you to death until you learn how to finish a fucking goddamn sentence and how to not make okay. noise on the mic. Let me tell you something. I what I now I know what people at home feel like. Um, because I'm trying to think about two glass things here. I was listening to this show, right? Now, this is not, has nothing to do with the content of the show. I was listening to the episode with you and Taylor, which, by the way, content-wise, good job. All right? Mm-hmm. What the fuck were you doing where I just heard glasses clinking? The, were, were you in, like, a champagne toast or something like that? What was going on? Um, I had a glass of water. A glass of water, a... Evan. Evan, a glass of it w- water. It was water because I drink to the bar. Are we being truthful? I'm being very truthful to you, and I will not stand for it otherwise. Um, also, though, someone pointed out, we were, I was talking to someone. I've told you how I have like exceptionally high ceilings in my apartment. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a picture if you don't believe me. And someone seems to think that is a part of the reason why the sound is sometimes shitty. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. And uh, now we know you were feeling a little ill last week with your mouth. How did that? How, how are you feeling this week? I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. I like went to every pharmacist that I could find, and I've like had all this medicine. I feel mm-hmm. so much better. I'm rested. Um, I am no longer depressed. It's like California is far enough in my my rearview mirror that. I were can you really depressed? It. Were you suffering from depression? I was very sad to come home. Yeah, I mean, it was like whenever, as I said, you come home from vacation anywhere. It's kind of a bummer. That was a really, really tough one to come back oh, from. Oh, really? So I've like, you know, done well with that. Had a really nice, quiet weekend. Mm-hmm. I had to do a damn thing at work today, so I'm just chilling. I feel like I'm on summer break, kind of. Oh, do you really? How's the weather out there in Washington D.C.? I'm just what everyone wants to hear about. Sucks. You know, it's oh, really? so humid. Oh, I no. shut down. It's like it's that part of D.C. It's that time of year here where it's like 89 degrees and like 90 percent humidity. Mm-hmm. This bitch just shuts down like. I, I can't do anything. I will refuse to go outside unless I'm at a pool. Yeah. 
you know what's it like there perfect it kind of is it kind of is it feels like linda evangelista it's and what i mean is it's warm and dry now it's like 85 but like dry and it's a nice fucking breeze going through i was thinking like if summer was like this every day it'd be amazing and honestly it will be like this most of the summer but then you hit fucking august Uh and just you want to fucking just kill yourself but but this is not the weather mill this is not the weather mill. Are you this sure, is, this is the rumor mill, Evan Air. This is the rumor hi. mill. Now, one of the things I want to address first. Well, before we do, let's say hi to the chat room. We have the world's greatest chat room right now. And it's why don't we say do. hi to everyone? Oh, you know what? I, the, the, I want. I know you're going to read the list of who's there, but I want to say something to Alex Lefebvre, who's in the in the chat room. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a famous chef named Ludo Lefebvre, but he spells his name just like Alex Lefebvre, except between the E and the V, there's a B. Mm-hmm. But he pronounces it Lefebvre as well. Interesting. What is right. this French chef known for? He's a French chef, but he lives in Los French Angeles. Okay. Yeah. He's a, uh, Alex Lefebvre says, yes, Ludo was on the show The Taste. Yeah. So uh, he spells it just like Alex, but there's a B between the E and the V. Anyway, uh, Evan, I cut you off. Like, you don't finish a sentence, and I don't let, and I don't let you finish one. So why don't we do this? <laughs> Set me up to win already. Um, do this. All right, in our lovely chat room, we are joined today by Alex Lefebvre. Wait, hold on, hold on. Can you talk into the microphone, please? I'm talking into it. Can you not hear me? You sound far away from the microphone. Oh, I'm, I'm literally... There you go. No, there you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. All right. Alex Lefebvre, Ruben Porter, Aiden Deem, Drag Race Recap, whoever that is. Augustine Gadinez, Cindy Clausen. Carlos Ramirez, Sophilian, Cappuccino, that's funny, Ricardo91, Brett Baxley, the Brendan V, Nat Pat90, Nicholas Springham, Luke Stammen, George Huckle, Lauren Eckert, E. Zillabeth, Nicholas K. Clement, Sophia Mar- Mariniana. Wait, what? Much here. Sorry, Marianka. Marianka. Yeah, sorry, there was like a bit of my phone. Pocket Slurp, Rafael Predella, J. Thomas Plank, and 12 elsewhere. Wait, I love, when I, have to, I love when I have to scroll to like keep reading the names. Well, look, I was, as I said elsewhere, as I said other places, is Pride 48 had their big event this um, this weekend. And I'm telling you, the top, top that I ever saw on the top show, the most popular shows, we were at 35 listeners. It was, it maybe hit 35. So just on a regular rumor mill. It's crazy. We are just as big at Pride 48's big event, biggest event. Let me tell you this now. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel so good. But I do want to talk about something. We have a lot of things to talk. Right now, a lot of the rumors we're going to talk about are about the show. So the rumors are true. Evan is fired. Okay? So he's canceled. Sorry, Evan. I'm telling you this on the show right now. Next. Do you have any questions about your, your firing? Uh, No. Wait, you... what? <laughs> the show's done. So, yeah, I'm, fi- I'm we're out. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. So, yes. Go ahead. Go on. Nope. Okay, so let's. I'm gonna do a state of the an official Patreon state of the show show. Um, okay. At some point, very soon, probably once the season is done. But let me give you a preview now. Here's how it's going to work in my head. Now, by the way, I recognize there could there's six months between now and the, in theory the start of the show next season. So I recognize things could change. Okay, I recognize that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But let's say everything goes as predicted. Let's say we don't hear anything from RuPaul's Drag Race until January 2019. Okay? Let's just say that's true. If that's the case, here's what's going to happen. We're going to return in January 2019. Right now, I'm leaning towards this. 
All right. I'm leaning towards this. Okay. Which is the main show will essentially be a Rulaska Thoughts style episode where it'll be immediately after the episode and myself and probably one other person. I don't know who it is yet. It could be Evan. I don't know. But myself, by myself or with another person, will just do a very quick, probably 30 to 40 minute discussion about the main storyline for that episode. Okay, that will be what's on the free iTunes feed. And I'm going to explain why we're doing all of this. Okay, I'm going to explain. Don't worry. Then... In theory, Evan, myself, and Taylor the Latte Boy would get together at some point during the weekend and record the full recap the way that you know it, but that would only be for Patreon supporters, all right? So it'll be the full recap, the recap that you know, the recap that you love, it'll be the, that will be... The show that will be for Patreon supporters only, the full recap show, and it'll come out at some point that weekend. First response, we'll be out the next day, full recap show with clips and commentary and jokes and bits and everything. Patreon supporters only comes out that weekend. The rumor mill will return. Okay. I am not sure Evan and I will be on the rumor mill. It might just be Evan. It might, it might be me and Evan. I'm not sure. Or it might be different hosts. Okay? What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to prevent burnout of Joe Batanz. Okay? And then... Huh? For who? Exactly. You know what? You're probably right. Probably goes both ways. I'm going to discuss that in a second, too. And then uh, we'll see if Form Decor comes back. But there will be another show. We will come up with other shows. I would actually love... You haven't... See, Evan, I wish you would have listened... Two Rulaska thoughts with Jamila, but she was so fucking good. Throw some hearts in the chat room if you agree that Jamila was so good if you heard the episode. I would love, 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 love to get a show with probably, I probably have to initially host it because just to moderate, but myself, uh-huh. Natalie, my cousin, and Jamila, two women, two straight women of color who are very articulate, know what they're talking about talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. We need a female perspective, and we need co- p- the perspective need color, big time, yeah. people of color. And I think that would be a fantastic show to bring to Patreon. Natalie and Jamila talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. That would come out later in the week, according to the schedule. Give me some ideas what you guys think about that idea for a show. Form Decor will probably go away. Mm-hmm. And Rulaska Thoughts, that would come out for free. It just moves from Patreon to free. And that's what I'm thinking for the next season. Um, I will say, and I can tell you this for sure. I will say, in fact, I should have thought of this. If, and I want you guys to know this now, uh, that way you're not surprised next season. If the next season truly does start in January, whether it's season 11 or whether it's All-Stars 4, from January to March, Taylor just, oh no, Taylor, no, 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 that works. No, it still, still, still works. Oh, Guys, here's another person who wants to join the show. Evan, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Larry Flick. Ah! Wants to join the show. I would die. So Larry Flick wants to join the show. 
We're going to, obviously, Larry and I will talk about that. People loved Larry when he was on the show last time, which was oh, like season nine. So Larry Flick will be joining RuPaul's Drag Race Recap in 2019. So I can tell you that for sure. Now, Evan, I've said, I've dropped a lot about what's going to happen next season. What are people saying about this in the chat room? So most people, Nicholas Springham says, great idea for the show. Um, he also says Jamella was excellent. Uh um, Jay Thomas Plank agrees, loves the idea for Jamila and Natalie's show. Uh, Ezilabeth is asking, what about Lori Roggenkamp for some humor? You know what? That's not a bad idea. The problem with Lori Roggenkamp is... She doesn't I, watch the show. She, she does watch the show now. Uh, oh. The problem with Lori... She doesn't have a... She doesn't, hasn't watched... She'll, Lori Roggenkamp's kind of like... Um, has a touch of Asperger's, if you will. And so she will, if I tell her this, will obsessively watch it. But, and so by the time the next season airs, she'll be like a fucking expert and be quoting it all the time and saying, fuck my drag right. Every five uh-huh. seconds, but she's who also, would do that? She's also kind of—I wouldn't say unreliable in a negative way. She just she 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 has a very poor sense of priorities. I'll say that. So okay. it, she would do it, but then she she would be hit and miss on getting her. You know, uh-huh. so that's a good idea. Maybe we will have her on. I don't know. I don't also don't know if she would jive with Jamila and Natalie, who I think would take it more seriously. But, I'll have to listen to this Jamila after we finish this tonight. Yeah. Uh, but what else are people saying? Uh, Alex Lefebvre loves the idea of Larry Flick being on. Says, I miss out Q Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Kate Clement says, just call Kelly Kardashian Williams. She'll do it. I'm sure she would. Um, Jay Thomas Plank has a good question. He says, Joe, are you going to do Patreon-only episodes in the fall, even if no drag races on the air? We are going to talk about that in a second once we finish this topic. Um, Azilabeth. Okay, so we're gonna talk about that. Carlos saw Larry on Crowler on Friday. That's very amusing. Um, any other questions? Questions, questions, questions. Okay, Evan, do you have any questions about this setup? Uh, no, I think that's actually sounds lovely. I'm really into that. And I think the initial response that a concept is a good idea, just because like, I think it's a good way just to kind of word vomit. And I like the idea of having a day or two to sit down and like kind of think out the, the script and people to kind of like articulate thoughts, what they want to bring to the table. Cause I thought the show with the three of us was really good. Yeah. So here, because, here, because we, because we had that time as, as great it is to be able to put something out, which you will be able to do with the first response. I think it's good to have some time at least to kind of mill over some ideas and, and thoughts. Yeah. It, it's for a couple of reasons. I'll tell you what, what the, the, the logic is behind that decision. One, um, I don't mind doing the live Thursday show, but it 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 did something this season where I didn't get to enjoy the show. Does that make no, any sense? I like, either. I was just working so hard writing a script and pulling clips and doing all that that I didn't really get a chance to react to the sh- like in other words, when I was watching the show, I was watching it on a level of not reacting to it, like and having a, a visceral connection to it. It was more like, okay, how do I package this for a show? Yes. Does that makes sense. And it, you're not consuming the show, you're analyzing the show, which is two different uh, experiences. You know? And I think you I think you should watch it to properly analyze something. You should watch it first for enjoyment and then watch it a second time to analyze it. Exactly. You know? I think yeah. you're, you're going at it the wrong way. Yeah. And also, it was just literally killing me. Like, I think as I explained in the show, it was like, and I, and by the way, I love having an episode out the next day. I love oh, having an great. episode out the next day. So, in a, in a, in a way, it was killing me because... From like literally 5 p.m. till about 1 a.m. my time, so it's about an eight-hour day, 
I was um, working like a maniac on this show. And I, and I kind of feel like even though we put out a great season, I think sometimes you could hear the exhaustion in my voice. And I think it yeah. led to an exhaustion. We did it for 22 weeks in a row or whatnot. It was a, it was a lethal combo of, of a very, very quick turnaround time and also a very long, long period of time of doing it. Yeah, this if was it was just like an, two seasons like this back to back. If it was just an all-star season eight weeks and another long break, I would have been no problem, you know? Yes. But uh, I was fine at the end of All-Stars uh, 3, but I at the what, the thought when I, when I remember All-Star 3 ended, I went, oh, God, we literally have one and a half times more than one and a half times. We have like to redo this. Four, yeah. We have nearly twice as the length of All Stars three to do it. Yeah. And if you think about it, episode season ten is just two episodes shy of twice the length of uh, All Stars three. So yeah, that, we that, did a lot of we did a lot of pre show stuff for All Stars three. Yeah. Super January twenty fifth. If you think about that time, that's nuts. Yeah. So I just that part was killing me. Two. You started this, but then there's another listener named Kyle who has confirmed this, and maybe you guys will agree in the chat room. Everyone was has told us that season six is the best season that yes. Taylor and yes, I have ever done. Yes, 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 best. Okay. Well, think about the, what happened with season six. Season six, we would record it on Tuesdays, right? So we would record it at our own leisure. I had tons of time to write the script. I had tons of time to pull the clips. We were recording at a reasonable hour. We had all the time in the world. Uh, it was just, it was just a much more leisurely uh, pace for the show, and so it didn't feel like work. And we got to have fun on the show. You hear it, you hear it in your voices. You, you guys are having fun doing it, and it's you know, yeah. So I think that I want to bring that fun back to the main show. It's still the main show, but now it's just on Patreon. I noticed I didn't call it the live show. I mean, I didn't call the Friday morning free show the main show. To me, the yeah. main show is the main show, right? It's just now going to be available. Also, as we learned, I have a now a hatred for people who don't pay for the fucking show. Not because, <gasps> not because they're not giving us money. No, it just seems to be the people who pay zero dollars bitch the most. I don't uh-huh. know if you saw this on Twitter, Evan. But um, uh, you, you and Taylor got a little bit of heat on Twitter. We from did. A, from a yes. listener. I don't know her real name, but I, I, she hadn't. She, usually if you guys are on Patreon and you have something to say about the show, you'll message us on Patreon. But this person didn't. This person only went on Twitter and, and called us out, which is fine. And we'll talk about that in a second, that topic in a second. Yeah, I'd like to respond to that, too, because yeah. I was there. Okay. But... Am I like, bitch, you're not even on the fucking... Actually, actually, correction, that person is here. Oh, she is? She's here for her first time. Who? <laughs> uh, her name is Ornesha Lopez, and I oh! recognize the name. Ornesha, you're there. Okay, good. So we're going to respond to you, Ornesha. How do you know she's there for the first time? She, um, uh, a few, four minutes ago, this is my first rumor mill. I missed the initial email and look forward to hearing this full when it's over. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so, so Ornesha, she... so good. We, we can talk to... We, Ornesha, do you... Hi. Go- I just saw Ornesha, girl. Okay, Ornesha, if you have Google Hangouts, you are welcome to come on the show, and we will interview you on the show. You can talk to Evan directly. I want because to be honest with you, I didn't sign up for that. When 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 she wrote that, not only did Ornesha write this, but also listener Bryce Lee Wynn, who does not subscribe on Patreon, but he's been with us since the very beginning. Yes, they mentioned there was no one a person of color, and I was, you know what? 
let's bring Jamila Zaran. Let's bring her on. Let's talk to her. I've known her since I was. she was used to be the producer on Larry Flick's show. She's amazing. I'm going to bring her on. I wonder if Ornacia has listened to that episode yet, but I'd love to get her thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, Ornacia, you don't have to, but if you want to come on and talk directly to us, I will or help feel you. Free, or feel free just to write in the comments or write in the, in the chat room things that you want us to address or your thoughts. We'd be That's happy true, to too. You way. know what? That's true. However you're, however you're most comfortable. That's true. That is true. Is Sir Fetch in the in the chat room? Um, let's see. The real Sir Fetch or the fake Sir Fetch? Sir Fetch, if you're in the chat room, <laughs> send me a Google Hangout and we'll bring you on to play Ornatia if Ornatia doesn't want to come in. Okay. So anyway, um, and what so I mean, you don't, by, back what to I'm, the story. You don't care for people who don't pay for the show or typically. Yeah, but notice Ornatia's here and she's a patron supporter. I'm like, oh, I want to talk to her. I'm very curious. Yeah. But the point is this is I don't care what they have to say, right? I don't care Uh what they have to say. I want the Patreon supporters to get the best of the show, okay? So there's that. Um, Okay, that's all I have to say about the current season. Uh, Okay, what's going on in the chat room, Evan? What should we know before we go? Then we're going to talk about the off-season next. Okay, uh, Lauren Eckert says, wait, guys, I was looking to download season five on iTunes the other day for my flight. People keep chatting and I can't. Um, why don't we have season one through season five? I, Lauren, if you're referring to the show, like the recap show, I don't think you guys ever did season five, right? You guys picked it up at seven and then went back and did six, correct, Joe? Yes, season and seasons. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll make this. Okay, I have another announcement. Sorry, as of July first. Okay, as of July first, probably July first. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what? July 5th, I'll tell you why in a second. As of July 5th, after the holiday, after my birthday, by the way. um, You are are American. I am American, American. (laughs) Sorry, go on. Uh, As of July 5th, for all of you listening, season, well, this is a trick question couple of things are happening starting July 5th, okay? Well, that gets to our off-season conversation. That's the off-season conversation. Anything else here about we're, – we're, uh, Lauren, we're going to address – so, Lauren, if you're talking about the podcast, uh, the earliest season we technically have is All-Stars 1. We have not done Season 5 yet. And then the, it jumps to Season 6, and then you have Season 7 or, and, uh, and Beyond are available on iTunes. Uh, Aiden, um, Evan, anything uh, else, anyone else in the chat room you have to say? No. Okay. Let's talk about the off-season now. We're going to talk about the off-season. What's going to happen okay. in the off-season? Now, Evan, I don't know if you saw this. I don't, I don't even know if you voted. But I put a poll out there. Yeah, you did. On Patreon asking people to vote on whether they wanted us to continue or whether they want us to t- – like, Now, by the way, by continuing, that means I'm going to pay my Patreon subscription and I want you to pump out new content. Okay? Uh-huh. Then there was another option, which was, you guys deserve a break. Why don't you just suspend the Patreon subscription and uh, come back when you're ready, when you're rested? Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Here's my decision. So two-thirds of the people the two-thirds of the people wanted us to continue. Okay? Okay. I made my decision based on the poll. So. You've consulted with the judges, and the I've final consulted- decision is yours to make. What is, is Lauren talking about the okay? Uh, 
here's my decision. Okay. I do need a break of some kind, right? So I am going to take at least, at least the month of July off. All right. There's a very, very fair to good chance I will also take August off. Okay. If so, for sure. So here's what's going to happen. So I actually have to explain how. Oops. I have to explain how Patreon works. Okay. It's sort of stupid. Okay. But this is the way Patreon works. On Patreon, when you pay, you're not, you know, like, you know, like when you pay for your cell phone bill, right? You're actual. No, that's not true either. It's actually kind of like, you know, it's, it's similar to paying for your cell phone bill, actually. Uh huh. So with my medical insurance, we'll say with my medical insurance, when I pay on the first of the month for my medical insurance, I technically don't have medical insurance until I pay the bill. And then when I pay the bill, I have the insurance for that month. Car insurance works that way, too. Does that make sense? Yes. So you pay the bill. And if you pay the bill, then you're covered for the com- next month. That's not how Patreon works. Patreon works more like your cell phone. Okay. So then you get a bill. And on that first of the month, when you pay, you're paying for the previous month. Does that make sense? Okay. So, like, for instance, on July 1st, the $1 or $2 or whatever you pay on Patreon, you're not paying for July. You're paying for June. Okay? Yes. So, everyone listening, when you listen in on July 1st, when you pay, when, you're, when your card is charged $1 on July 1st, it's for June. Okay? So what that means is I'm going to take July off. I have the ability on Patreon. I didn't know this last year, but now I know this. I have the ability on Patreon to suspend the account. What that means is I can't put content on the account, but you also won't be charged. Does that make sense? The yes. second I put content on Patreon, you guys are going to be charged August 1st, a dollar or two dollars, whatever you pledged. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sus- on July 5th or whenever, 2nd. Once all those cards are charged, I'm going to suspend the July, and there won't be any content in July at all. I'm going to suspend the account in July, and on August 1st, you will not be charged. If I take August off, all right, if I take August off, then on September 1st, you will not be charged. What I will guarantee you, though, what I will guarantee you is September, we are coming back with a vengeance. All right. So, uh, and it might, in August, we might be back. Cause you know, guys, here's a deal. And I know you guys probably don't believe me. I kind of love you guys. I kind of do. So I might in August have that itch again. Once I have the month away from drag race and not all the pressure, I might be like, you know what? Let's come back. Knowing Let's- you, it's going to be like midnight directly on July 31st. First, and you're like, all right, let's go. Like, yeah, you're gonna have I'm like, massive separation anxiety. Yes, and I'm gonna be like, let's go. And then, if, so if August, if I come back, if I produce content in August, and you'll be charged September first, you'll know. If you see content in your Patreon feed, you know we've okay. come back. Now that said, here's the great thing: Mixler is not a part of Patreon. Mixler is not a part of Patreon. So what that means is, if you are sub- currently subscribed to Mixler, stay subscribed, okay? I can guarantee you there will be shows in July. It might just be RuPaul Radio. 
It might just be uh, just me and Evan decide to go on the air. As you, anyone who anyone who follows follows us on Mixler knows, it is not unusual for Joe just to be bored and pop on Mixler. Okay, that's the that's the luxury that I have, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised if Taylor and I come on, or if Evan and I come on, or if Evan and Taylor and I come on, just for the. I want to get I want to get Michael to come on at work with me during the day for some point. Okay, Michael can come on at work during the some like just for the hell of it, just for the smell of it. Okay, that's from that's a line from like, isn't that from a, yeah. what a man or something like that? Anyway, uh, so stay subscribed. So there's still going to be content, but it will be on Mixler and strength that will be free. So if you are currently, if you are not subscribed to Mixler, go to Mixler.com, that's M-I-X-L-R.com, slash Drag Race Recap. Subscribe to the show. You will get notifications about that. I'm going to talk about Mixler, too. Okay, but so far from what I've said, has anyone had any comments, Evan, in the chat room? Most comments are, are saying, um, Alex Lefebvre saying, Joe, it's $2, who cares? J. Thomas Plank, I don't mind being charged extra couple of months, Joe, and Erie Vern says, I'm fine with paying $2 for the rest of the month. You've earned a break. Back-to-back RPDR is crazy fans. Love you too, Joe. All right. So, so, so here, people are being very nice. But, yeah, but here's we respect your money and time, and we will probably not do that anyway. Yeah, but here's the deal. If, I have the, if I'm not going to make content in July. Yeah, we're not going to charge you. I'm not going to charge you. Yeah. Right? And I have the ability. Just It, it literally it pauses it. It just goes pause. Yeah. Right? Like I said, and the second, I don't, I don't even have to turn it off. All I have to do to turn it off is produce content. So I'm not going to charge you guys a dollar if I don't make content. All right. Yeah. One. That was one? Yeah. Alex Lefebvre has a very good question here. Alex Lefebvre asked, what happened to the Sweet Michael Gay movies? Well, I can tell you guys this for a fact, right? It's the name of the show is Girls on Film. It's always been the name of the show, right? I can tell you guys a few things. The name of the of the podcast is Girls on Film. That is coming back. That is when we come back. That's one of the shows I guarantee you will be here. And I can also tell you that the next film that we are doing is. Do you know what the next film is, Evan? I don't. The next film is Romy and Michelle's oh. High School Reunion. Ooh. Have you ever seen that? Nope. <laughs> yes. So now you have now you have some time. Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Is the next film for girls on film that Michael and I are going to do? I think to my list as we speak. Wait, does Mixer cost money? Does it? I don't no. think so. It costs us money, but it don't cost you money. If you're if it's costing you money, Luke, I'm sorry, I just did something really bad there. Luke Stammen says, but Mixer costs money. I feel like that's worth it. Um, Luke, if you're being charged by. Uh, uh, Mixler, you're doing it wrong. Okay, so, so, so there's a couple of things that are be happening. Um, Girls on Film will be back this summer. In fact, Michael and I will record the episodes live on Mixler. So, and then, but if you can't listen on Mixler, they will be available uh, on Patreon. Start when we come back. Whenever we come back, okay. The plan is for us, for Girls on Film, to go live on iTunes in September. But my own theory of podcasting is that you have to have like four or five shows in the bag uh, before you go live on iTunes. So we're going to have like five shows in the bag by the time we go live on iTunes in September. Our plan is to record twice a month. That's five. We have we have one in the in the in the can right now. Two in July. Two in August. Boom. There you go. September. We have five shows ready to go. All right. 
So that's the plan. Next, starting tonight, actually, starting tonight on Mixer.com slash Drag Race Recap, my other podcast, Catching Up with Mike and Joe, will be live on Mixler every week when we record. Now, here's the thing, and this is why you need to sign up for notifications. Mike and I don't necessarily record at a consistent time every week. Sometimes it's Monday, sometimes it's Tuesday, varies, the time varies. We're very inconsistent with the time and date. But I can tell you tonight, it's Monday at 8 p.m., and it should be around Mondays at 8 p.m. It'll hover close to around there unless something comes up for us. So, again, turn on notifications, subscribe, but catching up is coming on. We're going to be, for the, for the foreseeable future, where we're going to be recording live on Mixler, every brand new episode, Mike and Joe doing the show live. As And anyone who knows, if you listen to Catching Up and you also listen to our show, we recorded Catching Up, right? But then we stuck around for like another hour and just talked to the chat room. Kind of like what you and I so, do, So, so he sticks around when the chat room's involved, but it's just you. It's click. Yeah, exactly. Is this the mic? You said they like how, like, this yeah. is the mic last you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. When Mike... Um, when Michael, um, when Mike, I'm sorry, Michael's my sweet Michael texted me. So I was like looking at that and then I saw that when Mike Lawson and I just record the show, no one's listening live. Oh, it's like, he can't be bothered. Like the, I go like, all right, go to hell, Mike. And then the show ends and it's like, all right, I gotta go. Ow. Bye. Yeah, and hangs up. Right now with a chat room, he is just Mr. Chatty. Okay. And so that's what's going on with there. So, so there will definitely be content. You'll have your Joe Batanz with you. All summer, every week with Catching Up, twice a month with um, Girls on Film. Also, this is the other announcement. I know uh, there's a couple of Patreon things now that we're in the offseason. We can talk about this. Is starting July 5th, because I'm waiting for those cards to be charged. Because I don't want to get into it. I don't want to give anyone ideas. But I have to wait for those cards to be charged. So starting July 5th, I can make this announcement now. We are no longer doing levels on Patreon. There's no more levels. Okay? We're going to stick the way it is right now with the $1 or $2 throughout 2018. But when the show comes back, so in January of 2019, we'll talk about what's happening there. But starting in July, no more levels. So that means all of the Season 6 episodes uh, are... Let me rephrase. The entire season of the Season 6 recap will be available to everyone who's a Patreon subscriber. And the entirety of All-Stars 1 recap with me and Evan. It's Evan's first real run at the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't, rush, don't rush to that one. Yeah, wait till you hear that. You'll see like, wow, that was Evan's first time. He hasn't he hasn't gotten any better. Continue. Uh, <laughs> so Is it all- almost 8 o'clock yet? All-Stars 1 and on July 5th, All-Stars 1 and Season 6 will be available to every single person who subscribes on Patreon. And starting July, there will be no more levels. It's all you can eat for every single person. No more levels. Now, I will say that there's a trade-off here. And you have the rest of 2018. No. You have the rest of 2018 to prepare. Starting in January, yes, no more levels. But also starting in January, everything... Just to be a subscriber to Patreon is $3. I think that seems fair, right, Evan? Well, the chat room just completely emptied out. Maybe for you, not for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Yeah, it seems, that's very fair. Yeah. 
So starting in January, and, I, and look, I understand we'll lose some listeners. We'll lose some listeners, but we're making any other ones. But starting in January, there will be a one-size-fits-all, all-you-can-eat a plan with Patreon. No more levels. It's $3 a month. But with that, you're going to get the dedicated uh, main show. You are going to get uh, the show with Natalie and Jamila, if they agree. I haven't even talked to them about this. Natalie and Jamila. We're also going to get... Um, you're going to get uh, rumor, rumor Mill and who knows what other baby uh, RuPaul Radio and whatever other shows I dream up uh, for content for the show. All right. So that's what's stunning. going to happen then. All right. And then um, so that's I think everything I can say about the show. Um, now, now, what is your idea, um, Evan? Do you want to do any kind of content in the offseason? I might, but I want to like I want to mill on it for a bit. I don't want to make any announcements, but I've definitely thought about it because I will kind of miss having something to just kind of word vomit into. So maybe it may not be drag race related. I don't know. Oh, really? What would it be? Yeah, I don't know. Give me, give me some time to think about it. Interesting. And um, and guys, if you have any suggestions for shows or content, please make sure and leave it in the chat room right now. This is what we're doing right now. But for right now, actually, Evan. You said, let's actually talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. You said that you uh, had some tea, some off-screen tea, off, you know, off-the-air tea about uh, the show. Um, it's, yeah, I, the very light tea that I have is just revolving around the Vixen again. But I, it just appears that she's kind of gotten into a bit of a, an argument with uh, Bob the Drag Queen and the Vixen. I mean, mm-hmm. the Vixen, Shea Coulee. Mm-hmm. But like, and... Yeah, that's. But I'm looking for the Reddit thread as as you were talking. I actually have it right here, Evan. Oh, you do. Is it spoiled Drag Race or is it regular Drag Race? It's it's not on spoil, but it's on the regular one. It's also on our PBR drama. Yeah. Okay. So please go ahead and read that. That's that's what I was reading on my drive home today. Okay. So let me let's let's do this here. So what I'm going to read you guys is there was a little bit of a minor war between the Vix among the Vixen Bob and Shay. Let's get to it first. The Vixen wrote. So disappointed at anyone saying that I shouldn't be challenging the system. This mindset did not free the slaves. It didn't win us gay marriage, and it won't get Trump out of office. We should always challenge a system that oppresses us. Hashtag happy pride. Then Bob replied with, wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. Are you comparing being on RuPaul's Drag Race to being enslaved? The vixen replied, not at all. I'm talking about what it takes to make progress. Okay, then all the listeners started to uh, chime in um, and then Bob gets mad because he said the white people, he doesn't want the white people to uh, to get involved. To get involved. Yeah. yeah. Then what happens is um, someone asked Bob or says to Bob, don't do this, Bob, please. You know what she's saying. And Bob said, if I knew I wouldn't be asking to which the vixen says she responds. More importantly, though. You have my number, and you used it yesterday, right? So that is that version of that drama, okay? So then what happens is, I'm trying to, it, 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 it's, okay, we already saw that. So then Shay Kool-Aid chimes Shea gets, in. Yeah, she gets involved. Do you, want, do you want to read that? No, go ahead, because I don't have it pulled up. Okay, Bob says, so then Bob tweets on his own. If I'm talking to another black person about what it means to be black in America, I don't need a bunch of white people chiming in. We got this. To which Shea Coulee responds, you could also do it in private and avoid having to make this tweet. Just saying. Bob responds with, 
Y'all kill me with publicly tweeting you could text. Tell me the irony isn't lost on you, meaning you're tweeting to her you could text when they could tweet Bob as well. Yeah. Shay says, I was just trying to point out the fact that if you don't want public opinions on certain conversations, keep the conversations private. You could have easily texted her, but instead you took to Twitter and then told all the spectators to not comment. Um, Bob then went on, the only reason to publicly tweet you could text is because you want a public reaction. Hashtag game recognize game. Shea Coulee responds, or it could have been me trying to remind you how to be a decent sister. And then Bob writes, and this is the end of it, stop tweeting me. Uh, I missed that part. Yes. And then Kim Chi posted a picture of uh, uh, Adele taking a picture and laughing. Kim Chi is so fucking messy. I can't stand her. Okay. So now, Evan, what are your thoughts <laughs> on this drama? Um, I see both sides here. I see. I do think that you could just text thing is kind of is. I I understand Bob kind of calling her out for that. It's just kind of like if if you post anything on Twitter, little anything with the the following that these people have, they know they're going to get a reaction out of it. But I think the whole point of this race argument is that they like the show wasn't willing to have the conversation. So I can see wanting to have it in a public space like this, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's fair. You know, what's the point? If, if they're supposed to have each other's back, the whole point is to present the dialogue for everyone else to see because it's essentially their job to educate their followers for their fans mm-hmm. of the show. I'm kind of in between this here. I don't know. What do you think? You know, um, I actually regard... Don't read into this and what whether I agree with the Vixen or not. But I do think Shea Coulee ultimately has a point, which is... Uh, and I don't, I don't have a take on Vixen, but Shea Coulee has a point, which... Because Shea Coulee only came in when Bob said, don't weigh in on this argument. And Shea Coulee says, like, well, if you don't want her to weigh in, then don't make comments on Twitter. Text the Vixen privately. Which Yeah. And so uh, it's a good point. Like, don't You can't make a comment on social media and then get mad when other people comment. If you want to have a private conversation with someone, well, then make it private. Especially uh, on a platform where the whole purpose of it is to engage in conversation with each other. Yes, the uh, reason the, you, don't, the, you don't you don't just tweet to just like not be responded to. But then you, you could argue though that Vixen started the conversation and Bob was just one of those spectators arguing. Oh, but then I guess it makes even Shay's point even more because Bob is essentially just another spectator. He can't just say. So Vixen posts something for the public. She doesn't post it for Bob. She just posts it for the world to see. Hmm. Essentially, in that moment, Bob is just another person. In other words, Bob has just as much of a right to comment on the Vixen's tweet as I do. Yes. Right? Now, maybe I don't have a blue check mark next to my name, but I'm just as much of a right to respond. So then for Bob, who just responded to Vixen's public tweet, to then say, don't comment on my, public, on my private conversation is ridiculous because you are responding to a public comment. Or was she saying, or was she just saying, hey, white people don't respond to this? Like, this is, oh, yeah, it was specific to white people. But again, then don't make white people on Twitter. Twitter knows no color, right? I, and I, I can see, I do see the point when it is ridiculous when white people comment on, uh, a matter of another race. I get well, with that. that being said, I have something to say about this, and I'm kidding. Go we are, no, that we are going to get to that in a second. Yeah. I hope Arnisha's still in the chat room. 
So, uh, the point is, but that not on a, on Twitter, it doesn't count anymore. Yeah. So in I other agree. words, if two black people have a conversation about race, if they do it in public, in a public forum, well, then white people get a chance. You've opened it up for white people to comment. But, yes. uh, but like, in other words, if you're having a conversation in a park on a bench with your friend, people walking by don't have a right to comment. If I set up a stage and microphones and have a debate, well, then that's changed, you know? So what are your thoughts on this, Evan? I think you've made, I mean, I have the same thoughts that I said before. I think that as a person on Twitter, I'm not getting involved in that. And I also don't need to, mm-hmm. but I, I think that both are right and both are wrong. And that's all I'll say. I'm glad you took a stance. If I, what? I'm glad you took a stance. Well, I mean, uh, there's no right, there's no right or wrong way. This discussion is going to be had regardless I don't think I think they're having two conversations there. They're having a conversation with that's appealing to the people that are going to read it. And I think they're having a conversation with each other that they could easily have without being involved in Twitter at all. Change your costume. Change it around. Okay, so let's talk about your episode. What were your tell me about your feel? How let's actually talk about the experience of recording episode. Sand so much fun with Taylor. Okay. I had a really good time with Taylor. Mm-hmm. It was I think we were both nervous and we both afterwards agreed that we actually did have a good time, but we were skeptical. And I enjoyed it. And midway through, I will say there was something that went off in my head that when we were talking about the vixen, I was like, Oh fuck, we're two white people here talking about this. I need to be very careful about what I say. Or like, you know what I mean? We but I think I acknowledged it and I tried to um avoid being overly critical of the vixen mm-hmm. as like a I was. I tried to approach it as a, uh, being critical of her as a character, not as a person, not as mm-hmm. a person of color dealing with this. But yeah. I'm sure that did not read off as well. Overall, though, I had a really nice time with Taylor, um, and I was very happy again as a fan of the show to hear him back. Okay. Now you know I listened to the show. Uh huh. Um, like I said, there were parts where I wanted to choke you to death because of the glasses clinking and whatnot. Um. But other than that, yeah, I thought you guys did a really nice. It was it was very surreal. It's something I've only experienced a few times uh, ever in the history of the show. Uh, being able to like watch the episode and listen as a listener, it was yep. very very odd, very very strange. Okay, but it was an enjoyable experience. Then I saw the conversation between Ornacia Lopez and Taylor the Latte Boy. Now Ornacia has very kindly provided the link to her Twitter. Uh, feed and then I will read it to you. So here's wait, is Sir Fetch and Sir Fetch, are you there? Is Sir Fetch there? Is Sir I don't think Sir Fetch is there, is she? Um, no, I don't think I don't think so. And I don't does our nation want to come on the air? Uh she's not responded to that at all. Arnisha, if you'd like to or if you'd like to just like kind of like I said, comment or leave a message in the chat, you're welcome to do that as well. But what okay, do you want to say about it? I have the thread pulled up. Okay, you have the thread pulled up as well. I'm going to have me to read it. Not yet. Uh, I think uh, Lauren Eckert, are you there? Are you available? Why don't we have Lauren Eckert? We are. We rarely have women on the show, right? Oh, okay. So Ornacia, okay. So okay. So okay. Lauren, come on here. You're going to play Ornacia. You're going to read Ornacia's tweets. Uh, okay. I'm not, not, okay. Ornacia's. You're going to read Ornacia's tweets, and you're going to read her responses in the chat room. So I'm going to get. I'm going to bring on Lauren Eckert. Okay. All right, here we go. Would you like me to read Arnisha's tweet now or wait to you? No, because Lauren's going to play Arnisha. You're going to play oh. Taylor. Okay. Okay, hold on. 
Change your costume. Change it around. While you do that, I have a funny thing I watched today. Have you seen that video um, of the comparing reunions eight years apart? They show season season 10 when the Vixen walks out, and then season two when Sonique walks out, and everyone, including RuPaul, like, goes to take care of her. Oh, really? Well, also, yeah. it came up on the Jamila episode. Maybe I remember it was off the air, on the air, where, um, oh, you know, Lauren, I need you to turn off your audio. I can't hear it, but you'll, you'll hear, you're going to hear a delay. So it'll be annoying for you. Okay. So, um, <laughs> there you go. So, uh, is, Ru- remember when Adore was leaving? Ru- RuPaul was like, tell me what you want. Is there anything? I'll say, I can- anything yeah. Is there anything I can say to make you stay? And because t- tell me and I'll say it. Okay. Yep. So, Lauren. Yes. You were on the air. Is it exciting for you to be on the air for the very first time with um, resident show twunk Evan Ayers? Oh, I guess that's true. It is exciting. Because you, you and I have spoken before. Yes. Yeah. But, um, but and, and you were going to be playing the role of Ornacia Lopez today. Do you understand your responsibilities here? Am I just reading the tweets? You're going to read the tweets. Do you have the link pulled up? Yes, I do. Okay, and then also she's going to respond in the chat room. You're going to be responsible for reading her responses. Okay, okay. sounds good. And Evan's going to play the role of Taylor T. Latte Boy as well. He'll just have 100% less cancer. Okay. Uh, God. <laughs> Should I start? Um, yeah, go ahead, start. So here we go, everyone. Here we go. In the, Wait, you know what? Let's actually make this very, very... Uh, even though I know this is going to be um, music you guys have heard before, I think this is appropriate. But let, let's actually bring this up here. Uh, here we go. And now it's time for Drag Race Recap Reads Tweets, starring Evan Ayers and Lauren Eckert, who just came back from some sort of uh, con where she met all these YouTube stars, by the way. Did you know that, Evan? <laughs> I didn't. I hope it wasn't um, that one that was canceled. I went to both, so I wasn't ah. canceled. But there was, was one that was canceled. Yeah, there was oh, one that I'll like. After this, I'll give you the tea. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. All right. I'm really disappointed listening to at PIMC Taylor and Evan on at Drag Race Recap, replying at the Vixens World and the hashtag Drag Race Reunion. Did for one second either of you try to think of where the vixen was coming from as a person of color? Obviously, you two aren't people of color, but starting from there might help. Okay, before you read the response, uh, oh, why don't we? Why, well, yeah, what? What? No, you know what? Why don't we just do it in order? Okay, so then and then Ornacia tagged Evan as well. Okay, so Evan, now you're gonna play Taylor. <coughs> people, people don't really hear that. Evan. You're, you're correct. I'm not a person of color, but I am someone who looks for and recognizes universal behaviors in people. Vixen responded to confrontation, parentheses, from other people of color, including Rue, in a way that I have seen other people of her ethnicities respond when they recognize they aren't winning an an argument. We did not make this about being a person of color, just like we haven't made any queen stories about being a person of color. We had complimentary things to say about the Vixen in this episode, including looks and a desire to understand her point of view. It's not our fault that she chose to present her positions or opinions in a way that was not appealing to many viewers. To paraphrase the Vixen, <laughs> it's seemingly problematic when people are more worried slash bothered slash etc. about how someone reacts rather than how another, in this case, RuPaul, acts. 
That's all. I, was there another response from Taylor? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I'm, the thread I have that ends there. Oh, really? Taylor writes. I'm oops, sorry, I don't wait, see it. It just vanished. Oh, here it is. Oh wait, what just <laughs> happened? Oh my gosh. Did okay. I skip one or something? No, 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 no. So you, so oh. I read yours. Okay, so then Taylor writes. Oh wait, it's, it's like in the middle of something. Did, did you yeah. do? The, did you do the present her positions, opinions in a way that was not appealing to many viewers? Yes. So, so it, it I it, that's all one response, and I think that Arnesha responded in to each separate tweet like separately. If that makes any sense. I read there's like one, there's one of two, two of two, and then the last one is like the final. It's like there's really three. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see the second and third one, I don't think. Oh, okay. So then Taylor writes, So how would you like to have seen us handle this topic? What would you have preferred we say? Or consider saying in future seasons with future contestants? Genuinely curious, not coming for you. Do you have that one, Lauren? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. right. Both very good questions. I keep writing and deleting and rewriting a response to them. I'm going to think about them during my work day today before giving another hot take answer. Thank you, Taylor, for allowing us to have a conversation about this. I didn't expect that. One, I am re-listening to the episode. Here are my more coherent thoughts. I guess I take umbrage with the one-size-fits-all approach you mentioned in reference to your work and treating clients. Two, the vixen's behavior may not be what your idea of how one should act in, a, in, a, in a such a setting. What I feel you didn't consider is why she may feel this way. It felt like behavior po- policing and invalidating to hear that being angry automatically lessens one's point. The angry black person trope is one that people have to fight against all the time. At a point, we all choose to either avoid becoming that person or saying, you know what, I'm angry and I don't care to act otherwise just to make someone feel someone else feel comfortable in an argument. Four, lastly, I love Eureka, but to automatically accept what she says at face value as a genuine apology, I could not. She is a producer's contestant and says what she knows they expect her to. Maybe she's genuine, but it seemed to me a pageant response. Producer's contestant, yes. (laughs) I am a lot less heated re-listening and sorry for my initial hot take. I love you guys and the podcast. You, at All Right Mary, and at Grizzly Kiki are my go-tos, and I appreciate your thoughts and opinions. I will say, I was a little little annoyed that Grizzly Kiki liked that one, and that's fine, but then they liked all the other ones where they were, she was like, Making her point, I was like, "Ugh, Grizzly Kiki." Anyway, <laughs> Joe. Okay, so then Taylor didn't respond to that. I think Taylor just ended it there. But but yeah. t- but Taylor. But Evan. Now now we're gonna now we're gonna jump to the chat room. Um, what what is your Evan? Now you have a voice. Now you can you can respond directly to Ernesha. You can respond to what was read, what was said. What is your hot take on this? Um, I I feel. I've, I've, I've completely understand where Ornisha is coming from. And I think that it was very good for her to respond to that and to admit that she went back and wanted to wait before she fully responded to Taylor's request. I thought Taylor responded very well. And that's why I let him do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess the whole point is like, is it our job to always be considering how the contestants feel when we're watching the show? It, it just, it made me wonder like if there's a specific trope we should be following each time we analyze the show. You know, was it our job to to think about how the Vixen's feeling or to analyze how she's been acting as a viewer of the show? You know? So that's the only thing. And I that was my only question. But and it's not, but I I think we needed to have someone of a, a person of color bring their opinion in. And I'm that's kind of why I didn't get too involved with it, because I know I don't really have a voice there. 
Okay, so I think this is. I gonna... love, I love the, I love, uh, last thing I do love the phrase producer's contestant. And if you watch the Vixens live video feed, she went live for an hour and a half afterwards and kind of dealt into that more. And after reading that, I do regret not thinking about that more. Mm. All right. Um, okay, so a couple of things. One, I just went on Patreon right now. You know, Rulaska Thoughts is a, uh, a show that's available to people who at a $2 or more level. I changed it so that every Patreon person can have it now. I think it's an important discussion to hear me and Jamila talking about it. And I think she said some really cool things. And I think it was very, very interesting to hear a straight black woman's perspective on just the show. Not just because she's yeah. straight, not because, because she's black. Just to hear another. Like, if you think about it, Evan, you're a gay white man. You can't get more opposite than you than a straight black woman. You know, yeah. So, I can't wait to listen to it. Absolutely. Yeah. So now, if you're listening, it's available to everybody on Patreon right now. I just changed the level because I think that, I think it's an important. Com- it's not, you know, Jake Dupree. Like, not everyone needs to hear that, right? I love Jake Dupree, but like this, I think an important conversation. I think she said some important points, and that's why we're going to bring her back on the show. Now, uh, let me give you my hot take um, on on that. You know. <sighs> It's a tricky territory, and I know what Arnasia is saying, because how do you consider it? But it almost reminds me, in in a weird kind of way, and I think, I can't speak for Arnasia, she can respond in the chat room. But as a person of color, see, what happens is, let's say Evan and Taylor then just went there. Then you get into this other weird conundrum, is like, there we go, white people, you know, telling black, people of color how to feel because and I know your opinion they went there, but if they if they go from that perspective, you know, I'll give you an example, a real world example that is what I'm talking about. I used to listen to the show Pod Save America. Okay, I stopped listening for a couple of reasons. One, John Lovett is probably one of the most obnoxious people I've ever heard in my entire life, and I'm, I'm just coming from a liberal, right? So like he, he thinks he's funny, he's not funny. What's really funny about John Lovett is. When he make when he's actually being serious and he makes serious points, he's probably one of the most insightful people on that show. But he's just constantly with the jokes, and they're not funny jokes. Evan's funnier than him. Okay, one. Oh, <laughs> I like him already. Come on. Two. The other thing that really bothered me is the pro- one of the things you hear about when you know people in DC. I don't know if you know people in DC, Evan. Is that, yes, Obama was an amazing, our first black president, person of color. But actually, in the tier below Obama, there was this culture of white frat boys. And that was actually really kind of like white liberal frat boys, which even if they're liberal on on our side, they still have that white frat boy mentality. And I feel Positive America perpetuates that. And they, they, they give a lip service to people of color. And though even though they're fighting for us, it very much has a feeling of, don't worry, brown people. We got this for you because we're white and we fix shit. And, and we that, wear those shirts around the city every fucking time we go to Whole Foods just to show you that we care about you. What, what shirt are you talking about? The Pod Save America. Oh, really? Or friend of the Pod. If you go to any Whole Foods in D.C. any given time, you'll see at least three of them. Oh, really? Yeah, there's very much a like a like a almost like a, a not colonialism. I forget what it's called, but it feels very like they consider even though they're liberal. It's a weird it's a weird area, but like even though they're liberal, there's like this like almost like they're parents of children 
And we're the stupid mm-hmm. little children. And they're the white frat boys who went to Ivy League schools who they're going to take care of it for us because we can't take care of ourselves. And there Aren't is, they gay too? They feel One of them's gay. John Levitt is gay. Um, so, so anyway, that's why I don't like positive America. But to, to make that point, I think if you and Taylor would have gone into that area, I would have had the same sort of feelings that I have for Pontiff America, which is like, what the fuck do you know about being a person of color? So I think ultimately, I think, and I can't speak for a nation. Maybe she can chime in here. Has she chimed in yet, Lauren? Yes, she said, um, she just said I'm listening earlier. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay. If I may, I knew better than to do that. So that's why we didn't go there. Well, that yeah. So I think you you run into that problem. You're like, so I think actually the solution is there. There needs to be a person of color who comments on that. Unfortunately, now this is the response. Unfortunately, that's not the current state of the show. Okay, the current state of the show is it's. I guess I'm a person of color, but I didn't know that was going to happen at the reunion. But also, I, I'm even though I'm a person of color, that doesn't make me the president of people who have color, right? And I think you definitely needed a black perspective on this issue. However, yes. we can't always have a person. I, I can only say this. I can say I can make my best effort. I'm going to make a concerted effort next season that when an issue concerning race comes up on the show or a, a class of people, that we try and have people on the show on 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 an episode of the the patreon shows because patreon shows we have more time we don't have that kind of time on the main show i'm not on the main show on the on the, on the main show or the Alaska thoughts is because we don't know what's going to happen but if it does happen like this i will make a special episode for patreon where we have a person from that class giving their perspective that now that doesn't mean that that person speaks for all asian people or that per- like jamila doesn't speak for all black people i don't speak for all mexicans but we should hear the voices of those people uh on, I think they should be heard. They should be heard, like, regardless of the situation of race yeah, or not. They should be heard. So yeah. we will make a concerted effort for that next season. Um, and so... Arne- oh, sorry. Yes, Arnisha said she thinks that's a good solution. Yeah. Uh, I can't guarantee it for the show that goes on iTunes. That's just not the way the show is. Yes, it does bother me. If you think about it, this Thursday... So there are basically three or four main shows about RuPaul's Drag Race. You have All Right, Mary. You have Grizzly Kiki think I might throw... I'm sure Luke will come in and tell me who the main shows are. So it's our show, Grizzly, Kiki, All Right, Mary are the top three. And then you'll probably say this, It Bears Repeating is another one. Or, um, uh, you know, I don't know. Luke will come in and chime in and tell me what they are. But the point is Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour. But um, take out Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour. It's uh, all guys, right? And actually, take me out. And it's all white men, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. And so you yeah. throw, you throw in Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour, then you have a woman. You take me out of it. You take, put me in the equation. You have one, you have one person of color, a Mexican who sounds like a white guy. All right. And that's who talks about this show. It's really really strange. So I would om- I almost want to make the Jamila and Natalie show like on on iTunes. Like that should be the one that comes out on Thursdays. You know. Stunning. Uh-huh. Um, because that's the voice that needs to be heard in the RuPaul's Drag Race world is 
women, straight women. It could be we should throw in a lesbian in there too. And um, wouldn't that be amazing? Like a transgender woman, a lesbian, and then two straight women, and then they're all of color. Maybe we'll throw in a white person too. Right. I can hear people now, though, Joe, coming for you because before we had we got in that debate about straight people, like, and their involvement in this the show in general, Drag Race. So now, oh you wait, update, person. wait, update, update. Luke tells us that the Grizzly Kiki girls are people of color; they're Latino. Okay, great, fair enough. But even yes. then, even then, though, look at that. Even then, that's three of the uh, people of the top shows, and. For, that's still men and look if i don't know that they're people of color it's like you might as well just say that i'm like the, the three of us probably make one person of color because we're so not latino anyway go ahead evan sorry nothing oh, i was also just going to comment that um yaswaz says that hardly any of the other podcasts acknowledge it either which would be indicative of their makeup so what Oh, not makeup. Like, okay, okay. Well, okay. no, no I'm, I just declared wrong, wrong term for a show about drag queens. But yeah. like the people on the show itself, a lot, most of them being white, no one really talked about it. So everyone seems to be in the same boat. Okay, Yaz was says that shady ladies are people of color. Unfortunately, there's gonna be shade. There's gonna be shady towards shady ladies. I've never heard of them until right now, so I'm not gonna consider that like, <laughs> <laughs> like an important show about drag race recap. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so we need to get more voices out there, and I don't mind putting that voice out there. Um, okay, Lauren, is Ernest just say anything else? Um, she said, let me see. She said something about not expecting Taylor Evan to carry that torch, but they, she felt it wasn't acknowledged at all. Um, and then here's why said, you don't want Evan or right you don't want you, here's why you don't want to have Evan or Taylor carrying the torch. One, okay. Uh is Taylor would die after three steps carrying the torch. <laughs> and Evan would try and drink the fluid. So it would just never happen. Um, all right, Mary. Uh, according Bitch. to Ornacia says, they mentioned it the most. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay. So that is that. So why don't we... Why, why don't we... Evan, do you have any... Fi- this is the last... Lauren, stay on the show because we're going to keep you on for the after show. But cool. Evan... Uh, are there any last words you have for the this is the last rumor mill of the season? I know. Um, my last words. This has been so fun, and I've enjoyed it. And I appreciate you guys. Oh, Sir Fetch is here and says I'm over. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, I am looking forward to this break. But this has been a wonderful, wonderful thing to be a part of. And my Mondays are going to be lonely. Are you going to miss? I'm going to talk. Are you miss a lot of people in the, the chat room? Yeah, I'm going to miss them, not you. Yeah, will we talk at all during the offseason? I think we will. I, we'll probably talk to you more. Because we'll have other things to talk about. Well, I haven't talked to you at all this week. Are you mad at me? No, I'm not mad at you. Lauren, do you have anything to say? Um, it's been a fun season. I've enjoyed listening. I know, and Lauren's <laughs> moving to L.A. Was she and I are going to hang out? Yeah. All right, here we go. Well, that's going to do it for this season of The Rumor Mill. Special thanks to my boyfriend, Evan Ayers, and my girlfriend, Lauren Eckert. We will see you with more tea, rumors, and speculation next season. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some episodes here. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if there's some episodes here and there when, like, rumors come out or something dramatic happens. There might be emergency shows. Emerger- I think, you know what, something? 
something I thought of doing. Something I might actually do because you always accuse me of being drunk. I think I'm good. I want to get drunk sometime and just talk about Drag Race. Maybe I'll um, do you, that. You were that was happening last Thursday on the show. Um, thank you for all your hard work. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. <laughs>